1: It's the Bart Winkler show on CBS sports radio need a place to talk sports. You've come to the right place. CBS sports radio live from Milwaukee. It's Bart Winkler.
3: CBS sports radio. Hey guys and gals, kids. Hey, it's past your bedtime. Maybe maybe somewhere out there there's one young uh, child who, like a lot of people will tell you in this business, what they used to do as a kid is fall asleep, put that radio under their bed, under their pillow, listen to the the tones at night, fall asleep to sports radio.
4: Wait a second. What does that tell you about the host when you're falling asleep to the show? It's one thing to listen, but fall asleep to it, is that a good thing?
3: Um, it's the same reason why I don't care if people (laughs) used to leave me on during the day at work when their dogs were at home
4: for a sound. All right. So you had a good dog population listen to the show is what you're saying in Milwaukee. It all
3: counts the same, man. That's fair. It all counts the same. Maybe there's one kid out there with that Odyssey app under his or her pillow.
4: Listening to the.
3: Playoff pressure ratings.
4: Let me tell you something. If Spike Esk and David Merrick are listening right now, they are so happy with the amount of times you have plugged the Odyssey app. You are like, you are their favorite host at this point. What do I, what I've talked about the Odyssey app? You've probably mentioned it five times tonight. Yeah.
3: I have? Oh my God. Yeah. Now we've mentioned it at six. I, I think it just comes natural to me because I love it so much.
4: You know, but the thing, in all seriousness, the thing is, like, you actually really do, which is great. You're, you're, I know you're not just saying that because it does come up naturally every single time you bring up, like, Anything related to radio? Yeah. Yes. Well, it gets you all these stations on one app. I know, man. Hey, I was I was watching your stream when you hosted uh, for Zach. Man, you sounded good, and that was for, on the Odyssey app too, right? Well, the show was on the
3: Odyssey app, right? Uh, I hosted for Zach on the CBS YouTube channel, which had like thirty people watching. So that that, 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 that we gotta okay. we gotta
4: we gotta increase that a little bit. We do. We, well, we do. You do. We do. Yes. Should we go YouTube? Should we go YouTube? I mean, I don't. I don't mind. I think we're both good on camera. I'd, I'd be happy. I mean, you know, I'm you know, I'm big on the videos. I put out videos every week of myself. So why not?
3: Well, if we be... start to go, <laughs> if we go YouTube, I gotta stop drinking during this final
4: hour. Okay, that's the deal. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't sound Maybe. like you're drinking, so you pull it off well. Oh, well, I've, I've been working for forty years to
3: accomplish that, Chip. No, no, not for that. no, no. Not, no. I'm gotcha. just, gotcha. I'm not, I, I'm actually, and I've, ta- I've talked about this, and I want to clarify that's jokes. Right. I am drinking water. I have one coffee to start the show, and I'm drinking water because I'm inadvertently fasting on this schedule of mine. It's a much healthier setup than when I was doing a morning show previously. In those four hours, I would have three to five cups of coffee and another three to five. Diet Mountain Dews. So, this
4: is a little more healthier for me. Now listen, if you were up to me, would I want to put us on YouTube? Absolutely. With that being said, everything costs money. And with that being said, it's way above my pay grade.
3: Well, I got a YouTube page. I could go on mine right now and just see what's up. Sure. Mm, maybe tomorrow. All right. 855 cbs Let's talk to John in Indiana. John, thanks for being there,
5: man. What's up with you? How you doing? Uh, thank you for taking my call. I wanted to relate an incident a couple of months ago. I was listening to those two gizmos from the Chicago afternoon station giving you a hard time and <laughs> ramroding you about the Cubs pilfering your manager. Okay.
3: Yeah, that was a, a tough day for that. Was are we talking Parkins and Spiegel?
5: You got my it. guys. Okay. yep. Yeah. Okay. So, and I was listening, and I was like, "Oh man, dear, I know you were perturbed about it. You weren't very happy." Okay? Well, I like I do like
3: going on with those guys because well, it's,
5: like that, a, it's, it's like a it's like a
3: fifteen minute roller coaster where I think I've got them, but then they got me, and then I get the upper
5: <laughs> hand, and then they they tear me back down. It's uh, well, it's very invigorating. I knew, I knew you were upset. Okay, and I kind of relate to that because. I went to the University of Illinois, and back in 2000, we had a basketball coach named Bill Self, and mm, then yeah. lo and behold, here comes Kansas, and they pilfer him from us, and I, I, hate, I hate Kansas basketball and everything related to it now so much, okay? I still can't get over it, so I can relate to what you're doing, or, or what you went through, but the only thing is, is that here's what you got on them, and that you'll always have, is that. You're a Packer fan, right? Very obviously. And you'll always yeah. have that on them because the Bears suck so bad, okay? They are in such – their organization is advancing at the rate of natural evolution, okay? It's <laughs> terrible. And they need to get off that number one draft pick because I know they're going to mess it up, okay? And you guys, it was so enjoyable to listen to them cry and moan and wh- and whine because uh, – it just can't be that Jordan Love is I think it's the third one in thirty years and you know and you know, I was a bear I'm I live there, okay. I live here still, but I moved to Indiana, so now I'm a Colts fan, okay? I feel much better about that. Oh yeah. It's much more enjoyable to listen to those people, like I say, carp and everything like that about their team and their, and here it is too with that organization. Everybody thinks that when that woman dies, okay. And whenever that happens, who knows, but they think that'll be the start of something better. And it's not true because her sons are still there and the organization is still there. It's been obvious for the last 30 years between watching your Packer organization and this this pitiful bear organization is that what's happening now, it's just been happening and happening and happening. You guys should be able to see it. Bears aren't going to get any better. We're not gonna get any better. I don't care how many number one draft picks. You know? So you have that on them and you always will. And good for you. And you and Ship make a good combination. I love listening to both of you guys. So you well, take care. And your Bardo meter is your your <laughs> Bardo meter are is, is spot on. Oh it's
3: good. On. Good. I I haven't on. tested it before tonight, so I'm glad the Bardo
5: meter's working. It's spot on. So you take care. And um Maybe when uh, we'll see, you know, here's why I always compare it to, like uh, David Ross. I called Jody Mac back in August, and I was ragging on David Ross. I said, this guy is messing things up here. And he was defending him, okay? And, and I called him back in November after, okay, the Cubs made the move. And I said, see, look, at what I tell you, okay? You think Jody – or David Ross is so good, the Cubs got rid of him. And now we got this good guy from uh, – milwaukee and david Ross is okay he probably can do like geometry and stuff like that but like great console <laughs> he can do like differential equations and stuff like that. trigonometry He he's a no he's above that he's oh, he boy. rockets he you know he's good because I've watched him the last couple of years and i always noted like okay yeah this guy this count this this manager this guy's this counsel he he is very good i mean I know the players he had Cubs should have done better. Cubs should have done better. We'll see what they do, and, I, and I, it depends what happens in uh, November. Jody Mac told me, "You call me back up then, and we'll see if, and if they go to a playoff and stuff like that." He says, "Then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll throw it to you. I'll concede." So
3: you. Take oh, he's care. really making you wait for that. Uh, oh man, jeez.
5: <laughs> well, it'll Jody. be worth it. It'll be worth it. So. Hey, John. Thanks for calling, man. You take care. Take care, Bart. Take care, Shep. Bye, bye.
3: Hi, John. You too, John. Uh, In Indiana. Yeah, one thing about the Cubs is they got Craig Council and then they did nothing else. So, I don't know what they're waiting for, but they really haven't been that active in the free agent market. 855-212-4227. Peter is in New York. Hey, Peter.
6: Hey, how you doing? Just want to discuss um, how you think Bill's defense is going to hold up against the KC offense. Last four games, Bill's Averaged about eighteen point five allowed eighteen point five points a game. So the guys that uh, you know they're hurt, but the guys that come in seem to step up week in and week out. Um, and now we got Josh Allen, who's uh, sugar high, Josh Allen, and just playing in another gear right now. So I just want to get your thoughts on that.
3: Hey, uh, can I can I not answer your question and instead ask you a question? Absolutely. Okay, um, this Bills team. Remember, it was not long ago. Do you guys, is there any conversation about they were 6-6 and and friend of show, uh, Ty Dunn, had wrote an article about Sean McDermott being an awful coach and brought up all those old things he used to say. But since then, they've won every game. Like, do people make a big deal of that or no?
6: No, the team is behind this coach. The team loves this coach. Yeah, did he did he say something that was probably weird. not the right context to put yeah, something in? It was weird, Absolutely, yeah. but but yeah, weird, right? But I can tell you one hundred percent this team is behind this coach big time. Because um, since that and, came out, they haven't lost. Exactly. I think you know they're a very they're a very united team, right? And so, uh, I like I said, I think Josh Allen is playing at another level right now. Um, maybe you know first half of the season not so great, but second half uh, doing pretty phenomenal.
3: You know, too, thanks for the call, man. Thanks uh, for indulging there, too. The the Bills, their wins have been impressive. Like, okay, New England, maybe, maybe they gave them a little bit of a scare. But since their winning streak started, they beat Kansas City. Remember that? Patrick Mahomes was very mad. Um, Dallas, they destroyed Dallas. The Chargers on the road. New England. Miami, I thought Miami was going to... Take that game, and then Buffalo comes charging back. Pittsburgh, 14-point game. Was it, though? Was it ever that close? The Bardo meter, which we unveiled earlier, puts who's got the most pressure tonight. That's what we had it read for us. Who's got the most pressure coming into the divisional round? And the Bardo meter says the Bills. Ravens could be up there. They were. uh, Niners were up there, too. Line was spiking a little bit for the Chiefs even. But the Bills, because you're playing the Chiefs. Now, you just beat the Chiefs six weeks ago in the regular season on the road. Now you have to do it in the playoffs. Now you have to do it in the playoffs. I think they can do it. I think that if we get around to our predictions, I will probably predict Buffalo to win. Um, I am sort of back of my head nervous that Kansas City and Houston both win and we see another AFC championship game in Kansas City. Please no, please, God, no. I just don't want to see it again. I mean, the the people of Kansas City find people. I just please, I don't want to see it again. I know Shep doesn't, because that's more Taylor Swift shots. So. <laughs> 855 8, That's 5, good. <laughs> two one two four two two seven Let's talk to Austin in Chicago. What's up, Austin?
2: Bart, ever since you went on Parkinson's Spiegel two or three years ago and talked about the, the chair stunt you did in Milwaukee during the Bucks run, I've become a fan from afar, and I'm so glad that you're uh, on our local airwaves now. So uh, a big kudos to that.
3: Can I, just, can I just tell people that don't know what I did?
2: Sure, go ahead.
3: Yeah, you brought it up. So the Bucks were down 0-2. Uh, in the NBA finals and I was m- the most confident I've ever been in my life unfortunately I didn't really put a lot of money on it but I started lining up chairs on what was what I thought was going to be the parade route if the Bucks won a championship um, I talked about this with Zach Gelb even on his show and he laughed at me the Bucks didn't win four straight games um, and so I called my shot and I did it and thank you for giving me an excuse to bring that up
2: <laughs> no worries. Uh, just my only question, I guess I'm going to take the more optimistic approach uh, to the Bears than the uh, the confused Colts fan that was, I guess, formerly a Bears fan or whatever. Uh, but the my thought is, I think you brought up a good point with like Harbaugh and all these other coaches that are older, whatever. I, I'm, I'm not sure if I trust Eberflus but I do trust Ryan Poles and I trust that he says he wants to build a plan and so if he trusts Eberflus by I guess association I guess I have to trust him I guess my trust would get lost if they somehow don't take Caleb Williams and and keep it sealed but it seems like with the direction of them interviewing Kingbury this week and everything else that they're heading in that direction of going with Caleb Williams do you think then really any possible success of this Bears regime then comes down to this offensive coordinator hire
3: you want to stake the success of the franchise on Cliff Kingsbury? <laughs>
2: I mean, I mean not I mean at least just to build something so that Caleb can play. I guess at the same time too, if Caleb has so much raw national talent, uh then he's just going to go ahead and uh overtake uh, any sort of bad play calling then, I guess.
3: I'll say this about the Bears like they're trying. It's not and it's it's not even like they're incompetent anymore. Uh, they are trying. They are They are, They are. are trying. So, yeah, if you have faith in polls, and it seems like a lot of Bears fans do, they, 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 they want to be better. Some of these teams, like, yeah, they're trying, but they're stupid. I don't think the Bears are stupid. It's just you got this number one pick. You can't get it wrong, but there's other picks that you have. I really think Justin Fields will still do better somewhere else. I didn't like the... First year, I think you know having Nagy there, and I think those guys kind of ruined it. And then you draft him, then you're starting Andy Dalton, then you're still starting Andy Dalton like week thirteen or something they did. Yeah, I, 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 they thought that that whole thing was messed up. But yeah, I, I think that uh, it's it does seem like Caleb Williams is going to be the guy, and I think it. I think you know if you if you watch the success of Jordan Love, um, and you watch the success of like C.J. Stroud, like you need. They want a guy. They want a guy. You're gonna to have to have a guy that compete with that. They can't be doing what they've been doing in the last 30 years, hundred years.
2: Yeah, I mean, and they can't reset. I mean, if if they stick with Fields, then you're not resetting the clock, and also you have to pay, uh, you know, Fields like 40 million dollars a year, and they don't have the money to do that, and that's just gonna ruin the system. So I'm confident they're gonna take them. But yeah, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, I as long as they don't screw this pick up, I, I still trust the polls dream. But uh, appreciate the call. Thank you for taking me, and uh, have a good one.
3: Yeah. Hey, good to talk to you. 855 212 4 cbs as we continue to really field all these different kind of uh, thoughts. That's what I like about being in this particular moment of time with the amount of people around. Like if you want to, we had a guy call, Who's was the guy called an hour and a half ago? Just want to talk to King, King's basketball for a little bit. I'm watching these games. I'm I'm following the NBA. Some of you guys that call it the hockey is a curveball. I'm not too good at the hockey, okay? But keep it to the keep it to the things I'm good at. We could talk all night. 855-212-4227, CBS Sports Radio.
1: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio.
2: Fairly good friends, and um, obviously in the offseason season we. Tend to play some golf together, um, at least we have in the last few off seasons. But, you know, he's he's a fantastic player. His track record and his resume speaks for himself at, at such a young age and um, one of the greatest quarterbacks to already play this game. Let's talk to Austin
3: in Chicago. What's up, Austin? <laughs>
2: Bart, ever since you went on Parkinson's Spiegel two or three years ago and talked about the, the chair stunt you did in Milwaukee during the Bucks run, I've become a fan from afar and I'm so glad that you're uh, on our local airwaves now.
1: So uh, a big kudos to that. This is the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Do it!
3: Do it now. I'm Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. Marco coming up with another update. And this portion of the show is sponsored by the new Hyundai Tucson. Available with complimentary class-leading Blue Link Plus. Now it's easy to use your phone to control your Tucson. Check that out. It's your local Hyundai dealer. Uh, The first thing you heard there was Josh Allen. Yeah, he's friends with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes must thought they were really good friends, friends enough that he like wanted Josh Allen to change the offside rule that screwed Kansas City. Although I I say screwed Kansas City, it was the right call. I mean, Canarius Tony was offside, so it was the right call. The Chiefs were very hot. I don't think a lot of people are rooting for the Chiefs. I think they've done it okay, and also that was kind of a turning point. Or liking Patrick Mahomes or disliking him was like. I dislike Patrick Mahomes. Eh, well, he, can you though? Now he kind of allowed you to do that, and then uh, some more than others enjoy watching Taylor Swift at games. I do. Some don't. Eight five five two one two four two two seven eight five five
4: two one two four CBS. Let's talk. I like to- how you just glossed over like the analogy there. Like Mahomes and Allen is like the Parkins Winkler dynamic. I thought. I thought I t- gave you an alley oop there. Oh, Danny Parkins? Yeah, that was the alley oop there. No, no Hi, stretch. Okay.
3: You know, uh, the first time I was on that show, they uh, Spiegel. We're talking about the afternoon show in Chicago, six seventy. Right. Um, shout out to six seventy the score listeners right now. But they 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 like uh, Spiegel, who I had done like some of his Sunday hit and run shows with the baseball show, he's like, man, that's really cool that you're able to hop on. I go, well, yeah, I mean, that's what we do. He goes, no, with your other job. I said, what other job? He goes, well, you're a mail carrier. I said, I'm a what? He says, aren't you a mailman? <laughs> well, you did I do go, DoorDash. <laughs> I did. I've, I've done DoorDash. <laughs> but I've never been a worker for the United States Postal Service. Right. They have
4: good benefits. Um,
3: yeah, I I mean, if this flames out, I would do that. You just ain't flaming out for well it's and it's it's tough to get jobs there because all the good neighborhoods are like the easy walkable ones are always like gobbled up my my male guy he's got he like from 50 miles away to come walk around my neighborhood sucks. he really likes it that sucks yeah all right uh on that topic let's get to dave in arkansas what's up dave
7: yeah hey bart and um uh, nice talking to you guys i uh it's pretty interesting when you mention Danny Parkins because back in, and this is a positive story about you two guys, but back in uh, November of uh, 2019, uh, November 3rd, he was doing a segment on uh, like a Sunday night show, a national thing. He hadn't been doing it too long. And he, he apparently he was a real big um, Kansas City reporter, and he's a big you know Kansas City Chiefs. He's a real homer. He and Nick uh, Wright are big. NC Chiefs guys and so anyway he was doing this thing on Andy Reid and Andy, up in that time Andy Reid had not won a Super Bowl and so he was he was really pumping Andy Reid real big saying he was like the, the second best coach to Belichick but yet Andy Reid had not won a Super Bowl and so uh, I called in and I I kind of laid it I it was kind of like a debate in fact he I guess he went to trees the same high school I went to in Winneka and he was on the, the debate team, and so I went into a deal with him, and I, I definitely won. I mean, I definitely won. And and he, <laughs> he, he looked. He looked. He looked. You know how it is when you get guys talking back and forth, and you're making a point, and you want, and you, you know, you've won it. And so he, it just. It, it, it turns out like about two or three weeks later, he was no longer on that Sunday night show. I don't. I don't know if I can claim anything to do with it, but it. It, it just. It looked, it looked really bad, and so. But then, ironically, uh, Kansas City did win the Super Bowl the following, like, January or February. They did actually beat San Francisco, which I thought it was more San Francisco kind of like choking it because they had a 10-point lead with, you know, not too much time left. And then uh, and after that particular thing with Danny Parkins, I called in about a week later to Pharrell, and I, I told him, you know, I called in and did a take with him. And it was like about an eight minute thing between uh, uh, Pharrell and uh, Well, hey, this is and, turning
3: into about an eight minute story.
7: <laughs> no, 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 I just wanted to say though, here getting it back to you guys because i met, heard Shep mention Pharrell, and he, he was real interesting to listen to for a while when he was on uh, CBS, and so. But but the Shep mentioned Pharrell, but I, I think you two guys. The deal is with you two. The way I'll, the reason I like listening to you guys. Is that even though I know that you're a big Packers fan from Wisconsin, you you have a way of doing national sports that is professional. That like you're 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 shooting it out there, and you're not even though we all know you like the Packers, and I like the Packers, but that you're you're doing it to me a real positive, correct way. You're not making it out. You're not really pushing the Packers. You're just you're doing sports across the board, and so I thought. I just wanted to kind of, you know, kind of pay my respects to you guys. I think you guys are doing a real good job.
3: Hey, I appreciate it, Dave. Don't bully me off the radio.
7: No, I'm not going to do that. I've never <laughs> given you a hard time. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> Thanks, we'll Dave. Okay. That's Dave uh, in Arkansas. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it, it's, it's hard to show the restraint to not just come on here and sing the Bears Still Suck for four hours, but You know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do and button up and go in and do your job.
4: Packers have won how many Super Bowls in the last 50 years, Bart? Do you know um, four? Four? Four. Two. 50 years? Correct. 50. You guys. Oh, we're going two, back to
3: the '70s. Yeah, I was getting technical. There's a real weak cutoff. Well, Jeff. you
4: guys weren't in the late '60s. Super Bowl one and they Super were, Bowl they two. They were like shout the, out It's like Super Bowl 57. Well, I understand that, but, but last I, everyone, 50 everyone, years, I, Bart, this is going to be controversial. I I know you're not going to like this take, nor is anyone in Milwaukee. But the reality is, you got to get rid of the nickname Titletown. It hasn't been Title Town in 50 years when you have only won two. No disrespect. You can't, why are you saying two? It's only two titles in the last fifty years. No, nobody
3: talks like that about Super Bowls. They do. They, they the last fifty years. <laughs> Correct. If you want to go, if you want to go thirty years, that's one thing because that's like half of the yeah, Super but the Bowls. Fifty years
4: helps my case even more. So I'm go fifty. Oh, now ridiculous.
3: if I say fifty-five
4: years, we know it's four. Yes, of course, and we know the three titles before the Super Bowl with Vince Lombardi. So,
3: fifty years. That's like that's like an argument I got in a with a, with a cowboy fan. I was at, I was at a Packer cowboy game once and the guy's like, we got more Super Bowls than you. And I'm like, yes, you do. You have five and we have four. We have more world championships. We have 13. He goes, but you think four is more than five? I'm like, what? And so I almost, I almost got, I almost got an altercation with him because we were arguing numbers It was so dumb. I was so mad. Clearly, I'm so not over it. My wife, uh, like, eh, pretty early in our whatever. But the Packers had won their fourth Super Bowl around the time that we were in courtship, I guess. And so she bought me one year for Christmas this really nice, like, really nice, um, uh, I don't know, plaque. It's just like a it's just a, I can't think of the word it's like a poster plaque whatever thing you put it on your wall there's stuff on it it's just nice and it says Packers 4 times Super Bowl champs and there's a picture of every Super Bowl uh, there's a there's like the ticket from every Super Bowl and I go this is really nice honey but the Packers are 15 and 1 and they're going to win another Super Bowl and they're going to win many more Super Bowls with Aaron Rodgers and this is going to be obsolete and it still hangs in my house because nothing has changed Rick is 50 years. That's 50 years, Shep. Come on. <laughs> Let's get to Rick. Rick is in Toronto. What's up, Rick?
8: You my call again, uh, Bart Winkler. Uh,
3: title town,
8: uh, Courtney Did he, he won six titles and Vince Lombardi won five, though. Is that correct?
3: Um, I don't necessarily know that off the top of my head, but it sounds wait, Rick, right. Wait, you're asking
4: about, wait, sorry, you're asking Lombardi? Lombardi and Courtney Lambo. Lombardi, bar. We know Lombardi won five overall. Yeah. Lambo Yeah, of course, of right. course, we do. Lambo was Lambo was three, I believe. No, no he, he was, won 29, uh, yeah, 30, he's, he's, 31, and
8: god. Yeah, but I Rick's can't... looking this up. Well, <laughs> he got it right. <laughs> okay. Lambo
3: won six. There were there were a few guys in between there. They definitely did not win with. It was 29, Ray 30,
8: 31. 36, four, 39, and 44.
4: Carly Lambo won six titles? Yeah, six titles. Well, they had to get to 13 I, the USA. Damn.
3: Lambo was the coach there for like 35 years. Yeah, almost as long 21 as. 21 to 49. Damn, almost as long
4: as George Hallis.
3: Yeah.
8: George Hallis has won eight, I think, in NFL championships.
3: Do you know what? George Hallis, Uh George Hallis, let me tell you about this. He would drive to Green Bay City Council meetings to like help defend why the Packers should be in Green Bay. George Hallis, a big reason why, so Bears fans, you hate the Packers, a big reason why George, uh, the Packers exist is because of George Hallis. Oh, that's good. Also, I have another stat for you about George Hallis. What? He played for the Yankees. New York Yankees? Yep.
8: Are are you not talking about the NFL New York Yankees or or are you talking about the Major League Baseball New York
3: Yankees? Uh in 19 in 1919 George Hallis had two hits for the Yankees oh. and batted 091. Right.
4: That's pretty good. Oh. By the way, Barton Rick, I hate to be a curmudgeon here, but I mean, are we really going to count these six titles? I mean, 1929, we're talking about the Dayton Triangles and the NFL was 11 teams back then. Okay, yeah, okay.
3: we can we can get rid of them. Okay. If you get rid of the Celtics titles in the 60s when they played round robins to win the championship.
4: That's that's fair. I'll, I'll give you that, even though in the late 60s it was more like uh, 15 to 20 teams. But I'll, I'll give you in those mid-50s when they were going against the likes of the St. Louis Hawks and Bob Pettit. That's fair.
3: Okay. Also, since you did that, I'm going to take my titles back and close the case. Okay. So, all right. Rick, what did you call about? Uh-
8: I was trying. Oh yeah! First of all, I better tell you something. Uh, you you like the WWE in Canada? It's fourteen ninety nine per month, and if you have a premium, it's thirty four ninety nine uh, per, per month in Canada, Canadian dollars. You want to know?
3: Oh my gosh! Oh, you, we got to watch Royal Rumble next Saturday.
8: Yeah, I know it costs a lot more in Canada. Uh, mm. uh, I didn't know click. Cliff Kingsbury, who played, in, was involved in the King Football League one time. Uh, he won a Super Bowl. I didn't know that. I know he's in Chicago. He's probably going to be the new coach, uh, assistant coach there. So, uh, the other reason I was about uh, Bobby Slovic or some of like that. That yeah, on the list I saw recently, instead of Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick, he was considered one of the free. I know he's not going to try to be a head coach now. He's going to stay in Houston as assistant. But that was one of the possibilities involved. So. That's what's good. Uh, I, that's another possibility. That's why he's good. Uh, uh, I'm sad that Mike McCarthy didn't get that. Uh, was let uh, go. I wanted him to get out of Dallas so he can have a, a healthy life because he lost his FedEx recently. So I'm hoping that um, uh, Mike McCarthy can go to a real team simply in the nightmare that is Dallas. So that's what I want to say. Okay. Thank you very much. It's your time, Bart. And have a good day. Sorry about that. Lane. Thank you. Bye now. Have a- no, about
3: no, no, nothing to be sorry about, Rick. Love when you
4: call. Uh Chef, did you know that stat about George Halas and the Yankees? No, I think that's a fascinating one. I, I didn't I didn't know he was such a proponent of other NFL teams. I mean he really well, was the Packers. About, okay well I mean but considering that's an arch rival, like if that doesn't speak to a coach's greatness in terms of looking out for the rest of the league, like I don't know what does. Um I never realized Curly Lambeau had six titles, by the way. Uh-huh. That is yeah. no no in all seriousness, like I don't know I don't see we we pick and choose we, we hold Babe Ruth to the highest regard in the sport of baseball. The guy played in 1914, and yet Curly Lambeau didn't win his first title until 1929, and he never gets talked about, ever, among the great NFL head coaches.
3: Other than the fields
4: named after him. Well, no, and that, but that's great. But like him and guys like Paul Brown, they never, ever get discussed among the great all-time head coaches. We always go Belichick, um, Shula, you know what I mean, Noel, Walsh.
3: I would bet there's a lot of people that know Lambeau Field that don't know what Lambo even means.
4: That's, and that's, yeah, right. And we you know what we think of Lambo? Honestly, most people think of the Lambo Leap. Well, Leroy Butler started it. That's a, that's a good, that's a good artifact right there.
3: Leroy. Leroy, Leroy and I have done uh, shows in the same studio I sit in right now.
4: That's, that's pretty cool, man. Leroy.
3: Um, he has signed a bunch of things for my kid. To give him someday, so I've got a big Leroy Butler
4: collection, including one of his cookbooks. By the way, that's a good teammate. What Leroy? Yeah, I mean, not I mean, I mean to be doing that. Like he he gets the big picture. Listen, I'm, I'm, you and Marco are fathers. I'm not a father, but to know what that's going to mean to your kid one day and think about it in that big of um, context and think about that, you know, broadly, he really sees the big picture, understanding like what means the most in your life and that being your, your, your son. That's amazing. Seriously.
3: Oh boy. Awkward. Why is that awkward? Um, so I ended up selling all the stuff Leroy gave me. Oh, that would be awkward. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm kidding. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, I- Leroy, I misplaced all those rookie cards you signed <laughs> for me.
4: You happen to have another one? <laughs> oh, sure. Here you go. Here, hey, here. tell us, call uh, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers while he's at it. Can we
3: just marvel one more second uh, about George Hallis's Yankees career? Two for twenty-two in nineteen nineteen. How about that? Tell your friends. That's a good trivia. It's uh, a good trivia fact. That's a good bar trivia piece.
1: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. listening to the Bart Winkler show on CBS Sports Radio.
3: We are closing up shop here tonight before Amy Lawrence. Few people on hold that we want to make sure they have spent their time wisely. So, let's do an old thing. We're going to call this the churn and burn. Get your point in, let's chat, have a little fun. I got about 6 minutes overall. Let's start with Danny in Buffalo. Danny, we're churning and burning. What's up?
5: Hey, so, all right, your Bardo meter's got what's the top four?
3: The Bills have the most pressure than the Ravens, than the Niners, than the Chiefs.
5: All right, so here's my thing. How do the Bills, yeah, the Bills got a lot of pressure, but what about the Ravens? Now, you got Lamar. He's already got an MVP. They want to give him another one with 29 touchdowns. They want to unanimously give him another MVP. He's got this great defense. How do, I don't understand how you put the Bills above the Ravens in that aspect.
3: Well, I didn't do it. The Bartometer did.
5: Well, but who does the
3: Bardo meter? It's, it's just its just its own thing. Uh, so yeah, they don't make I, no sense to me. What I think, it's because the Bills have to play the Chiefs. And I think that because the Chiefs have knocked them out a few times, that's where the pressure no. is.
2: Well, here's the other. It's argument it's right
3: for debate. Side. I'm just telling you what the Barto meter says.
5: Here's the other argument from the other side: the Ravens got the number one to buy the home, and they play the the lowest ranked team. They should have the most pressure. They got the quarterback with the going to be two MVPs.
3: Uh, I will take up your complaints with the programming of the Barto meter.
5: Yeah, I'm going to tweet them.
3: <laughs> okay. Thanks, Danny. We don't need to be mad about what the bart meter says. It's just that it says what it says. Uh, Tom, Baltimore. What's up, Tom?
5: I know you don't have much time, but I wanted to ask two quick questions. If there are two upsets this weekend, which two teams are likely to pull it off? And the other question is, a lot of these guys play well with a lead. If you had, aside from Patrick Mahomes which one of these guys would you have the most confidence in to be able to bring their team back from say a 10 to 14 point deficit and win the game? Um, Good
3: question. I think Josh Allen is one. I think Lamar Jackson is one. Um, We we didn't see Brock Purdy do it on Christmas night. Uh, Jordan love. I've seen do it earlier this year, but not with the stakes this high as far as upsets. We'll get into all the predictions uh, tomorrow. Um, they could be a very chalky weekend though. It could be a home sweep. It could be a home sweep. I, I, I kind of wanted to say Tampa, but I don't, I don't see that green Bay. Uh, it's tough. Let's get to Jonathan who is in Wisconsin. We're churning and burning Jonathan. Yeah. yeah.
5: just want to chime in on the Packer thing. got off work. And the first thing I heard was Mr. Shep saying, take away the title town. Well, don't, I believe Green Bay's got, like, 12, 13 total world championships and Super Bowl victories combined, which is by far more than any other NFL franchise. Thus, yeah, you can't meantime, celebrate 100
3: years count. of Packers and just say half of it didn't count, chap.
4: That's, that's, that's fair, guys. That's fair. I, I didn't realize <laughs> Curly Lambo was that great. I apologize.
3: Yeah, I Apologize to his family.
4: I apologize, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Lambo, and Jonathan, I apologize as well.
5: That's fine. And another little trivia tidbit, I guess. Uh, Brett Favre's first official pass is a Green Bay Packard. You know who it was completed to? Uh,
3: my guess is Brett Favre. That is correct.
2: Mm-hmm. I Thank appreciate you. your how that Bill. I'll get off the air and let you finish. Thank you, sir. All
3: right, Jonathan. <laughs> okay. Um, and then David's in Buffalo. Or, well, he's in somewhere in New York. What's up, David?
5: Hey, Bart, I uh, appreciate you taking my call tonight, man. Um, as far as uh, this weekend with the Bills, man, I, I think this is a big, big spot for McDermott because, you know, in the playoffs, he's come up short. He's shown that, you know, game management, time management, clock management, all that stuff he struggled with. And I And I feel like since Joe Brady has come in as the offensive coordinator, it's really freed up this offense, and they've played looser, and they've got more weapons involved. I feel like it's not all about Diggs and Josh Allen doing everything. So, to me, I think the biggest key, too, is the injuries in this game. If Douglas plays and Bernard plays, it, it ups our chances of winning it. Uh, we got to bring it, though, even though Kansas City's not what they used to be. They still have Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yeah,
3: I think. Uh, thanks for the call. Enjoy the game this weekend. They are still the Chiefs. And again, uh, if you're joining us or confused, I debuted tonight the Bardo meter which is just a machine that I tell it to rank stuff. And then it shows me. And uh, tonight I told it to rank the teams that have the least amount of pressure to the most amount of pressure this weekend. And tonight it said that the bills have the most pressure and then the Ravens and then, and then the Niners. And that's just what it says. Like if you disagree with it, that's fine. But either way, I think the Bills have, I think they, they have to play the Chiefs. If they were playing the Ravens, I think the Ravens have more pressure, but it's the Chiefs. It's a team that has been knocking them out. This could be the end of the window for them. There is pressure on the Bills. The good thing about that, though, and I'll reference this back to Danny, is that does it feel like there's pressure on the Bills? No, I think they're feeling like, hey, we thought we weren't going to get into the playoffs, and now we are. This is pretty nice. We can kind of be ourselves. I think the Lions feel like that. I think the Packers and the Texans and the Chiefs to a degree. Really, maybe, maybe I could kick this Bardo meter a couple times and it will say it's just the Niners and the Ravens and everyone else can just play with house money. So thank you for indulging the Bardo meter tonight. It will return. It was a smashing success as we knew it would be. The Bardo meter told me it would. It's like a magic eight ball too. All right. Thanks to David Shepard. Marco Belletti, all you guys for being who you are, calling in. We got Amy Lawrence next. Tomorrow, we're going to preview the hell out of these games. From every angle, every X and O will be covered on this show tomorrow. I can't wait for it. Have a great night. CBS Sports Radio.